Come on, this all day. We're in the end game now. What's up, and welcome back to the Weekly Bugle Podcast, where I am Tyler. And I am Jesse. And today we have an last week we talked about the upcoming Marvel movies. This week we're talking about the upcoming Disney Plus TV series, but we're breaking it down into a couple of different podcasts. So it's not just one big one, it's gonna be more bite-sized. So in this episode, we're gonna be talking about Loki, Miss Marvel, and we're gonna be talking about the Hawkeye series, just because more than likely they are the next three to come out. Um, so with that being said. We can start with Loki. Um, anything you want to add, Jess? No. Uh, so far, we know Loki. Well, it was recently revealed that that show will be moved up a couple days. It was originally supposed to come out June 11th, and now it will be on Wednesday, June 9th. It's kind of important yeah. because it shows that this could be a reoccurring thing for the Disney Plus shows, that they'll be coming out on a Wednesday instead of Fridays, probably because Marvel's looking at throwing in all these movies back in the theaters and typically Fridays are the days that movies come out and I guess Thursdays sometimes, but um, yeah, so that makes them not interfere anymore. If you have Disney plus show premieres overlapping with movie premieres. So that's uh, likely to give a little bit of breathing room. So yeah, Loki will be the first one. uh, Yeah. June 9th. Disney plus. Correct. So let's get started with Loki. So it comes out, like you said, June 9th. And uh, which is like a month away. It's literally yeah, a month close. away. And um, so one thing we do know is Loki's going to be time traveling. In the trailer, we get to see him. Uh, I don't even know what the, uh, like the time travel agency is. Time Variance Authority. Ooh. TVA. The what? TVA. Okay, TVA. Okay. And um, but... Reading about the series like beforehand, before they even started production on it, I remember them saying that Loki was going to be um, going back in time and uh, affecting other timelines. So, for example, two of the examples they used when I read the article was that Loki would be uh, when like JFK was assassinated, uh, something would happen and Loki would have to go back in time to make sure he was assassinated because that is how time is. And another one was um, the famous D.B. Cooper heist when he robbed a, uh, an airplane for a million bucks and jumped over like the, I want to say it was the Midwest, but like Portland, Oregon's not the Midwest. I feel like it was in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I don't remember the specifics behind D.B. Cooper, but basically it's, um, these are all real life events that are kind of, have mysterious elements to us because like the jfk there's like the whole magic bullet thing of how you know people still can't figure out how this bullet was able to like curve and kill someone at a certain angle or whatever so i'm sure the show is going to have some sort of strange loki explanation like if you remember uh days of future past for x-men they said like magneto curved the bullet you know with his powers so i'm sure loki will have some sort of fun thing like that and like you were saying we got to see I think Magneto was trying to stop it too in the, in the movie. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So but I don't know what we'll... they're doing with Loki though. No. And then, um, and then the DB Cooper one, like you were saying, that's a known. Yeah, like you said, a plane heist by this guy, and he jumped out of the plane, was given all this money and and parachutes, but then nobody ever found him. So you remember the, the trailer? Yeah. 
Well, I think they found some money, but they never found like the full amount for him. But yeah, if he, which was kind of a neat detail because you see him jumping out of the plane. Loki is essentially DB Cooper in the mm-hmm. trailer. Then he gets, uh, what was it? The Bifrost takes him away, I believe. But some of the money kind of filters, yeah, like, flows out of the bag. So that kind of explains how some of it was there, but why there's no body because Loki got teleported away essentially so just to so fact they'll check, have some fun with play oh, just yeah. to fact check myself db cooper's flight was from portland oregon to seattle washington and it was two hundred thousand dollars not a million dollars okay yeah but that one's been like a long ongoing ongoing unsolved mystery essentially yeah of how to like what happened to db cooper so i think that's a pretty fun one but um yeah if you remember from avengers endgame the last we saw of loki was when uh like tony and the avengers went back to the battle of new york to, to try steal to get... the tesseract yeah but loki ended up getting his hands on it and teleporting himself away essentially making a brant reality which is where this one pick off so if you're confused it's like i thought loki was dead yeah if you remember he died in the normal timeline but then he made a branch reality in the past when which took the tesseract which is going to be interesting because this is not the loki that we know we have to remember that the Loki that we knew also ha- went through Dark World. He went through Ragnarok. Um, mm-hmm. He went through Inf- uh, Infinity War. And uh, wherever else Loki has appeared that I'm not thinking of, this Loki will not have gone through any of those. So uh, the last, the only thing he'll know about is the Hulk smashing him and being caught. So maybe the TV, is it TVA? Yeah, TVA. The TVA might show him like, hey, look, like this is what happened. You know, you died like uh, and this is what we're going to do to prevent that. But you have to help us by going back and altering these things, because when you broke out, you created a rift in the reality and this is how we're going to fix it. So I think that's kind of where the show is going to go. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I read somewhere, I couldn't find the the article for the exact quote, but it was, we have Owen Wilson's character, who's like the head of the TVA, or, you know, a, a, I think he's more like an agent, a higher level, like a manager type. Yeah, yeah. So, and he's the one who's intercepted Loki and is kind of like guiding him through. But Mm -hmm. I think the, the agreement is that they won't wipe out Loki's new branch reality if he assists in helping with all these other branch realities because the TVA is there to manage all of these different branch timelines and to really maintain the order of the time stream. So if people are out here disrupting it, then they're the ones that swoop in and try to try to fix it. So things don't get too out of whack. So now you have this new Loki creating this new branch. So, and it would explain why Loki's willing to help them if they're like, uh, basically you help or you cease to exist type of deal basically so, and um yeah exactly what causes maybe some of these other time streams like i don't know if there will be another cause or if they're just like there's a, i don't know if loki's existence has now caused other branch realities i'm, I'm not exactly sure the time stuff either. makes my head hurt but <laughs> but um so we've also seen that there are several or not several, but there are different variations of Loki. So he'll be interacting with other versions of himself in different timelines, as well as the different, uh, like, real-world uh, yeah. like D.B. Cooper type stuff. So, like, one of them was politician Loki, if you remember the Vote Loki badge in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. 
which um, was based on a comic series where Loki does try to run for president. You know, it's all kind of like, he, he organizes himself. He's not like a really good politician, man, all of a sudden. But um, so is that. And then I'm sure we'll probably, there's like a kid Loki. Or I don't know if we'll get that one. I don't think that one's been confirmed quite yet. But, um, and then Lady Loki is potentially the biggest rumor slash leak going around and that there have been, you know, uh, different women cited throughout. And I uh, believe one actress in particular, of course, I'm blanking on her name. But um, I remember there was like one shot in the trailer where everyone thought it was Black Widow, like dead Black Widow or something. You could only see her back. Do you remember this? I don't remember the trailer. I don't remember. I'd have to look at yeah, that. Yeah. It wasn't Black Widow, though. It's it's said to be maybe Lady Loki, and she's probably going to be the mischievous villain, like the one probably causing all the mayhem. If I had to guess, I would say our antagonist is Lady Loki. So for our uh, audio audience, I apologize, but for video audience, you'll definitely see the clip that Jesse's talking about, because I don't know what he's talking about either. I'll add it into the video. Um, okay. Because I don't, I'm blanking on it also. I don't remember that scene in the trailer. Um, yeah, it, it looks like Black Widow when you first watch it. You're like, oh, wow, they're bringing her back through, like, time stuff. No, no, no. It's just just Lady Loki, potentially, is, now in, is what we're dealing with. In the comics, there is a Lady Loki, but Lady Loki is Lady Sif, uh, one of Thor's, like, best friends. And Loki basically takes over her body because her, her soul gets kind of uh, stuck in a place. So that's the Lady Loki comes from in the comics but in the show it's going to be a different character basically correct i think i don't know i thought there was like a legitimate lady loki for a while he might have used the appearance of lady sif i'm not too familiar with that but i know there is like a legit okay lady sif like that i i believe around the time of ragnarok as well but yeah i'm, I'm not too familiar with that character but and who knows how marvel wants to treat it as far as going forward but yeah, I would expect that she's going to be the antagonist and more of the villainous type. And I'm and sure the, Marvel Marvel changes little bits of things where it's not like huge things, but it's just like a little bit, you know? Do you think we'll get Loki coming back to the main MCU timeline now? Or how do you think they'll go with Loki moving forward? No, I think Loki's going to continue with this series. I don't think we're going to see Loki in the MCU timeline anymore. Are you know if this is alternate realities like this we uh the regular MCU is essentially Earth six one six, and so I think he's going to be going to different Earths, and uh, I don't think I think it's going to be like you know just another one. I don't think he's coming back at least not anytime soon. You don't think so? You think that this is just going to be like an isolated? tv show on its own kind of like a spinoff not related to the rest of the ongoings in the mcu um no i think it's gonna be related to the mcu because i think you know like i don't know how they can relate it or keep it like you know the contingent not contingency the uh continuity, continuity. yeah i um i don't know how they're gonna do it but i'm sure they're gonna do it because i don't i don't want this to be just like a one-off like agents of shield or daredevil like it's it's connected because they hint at stuff that happened in the MCU, but it's not really connected. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. I I don't. Tom Hiddleston's not done with this character, so I mean, we could still see him in uh, like the Thor uh, Love and Thunder. 
he could be like in a flashback, but like it's a flashback we haven't seen, if that makes sense. So he might still be a character. His character might still be an MCU. Just I don't think it's going to be anything new. I see. I, I think they'll tie him in at some point. I feel like this is their backdoor way to bring Loki back. I could maybe see, we, we know time travel is going to continue to be a thing, mm-hmm. mainly because they've entered, or they've announced that Kang the Conqueror will be in Ant-Man and the yeah. Wasp. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if with the Time Variance Authority and all this different time stuff that maybe Loki eventually maybe works his way in through one of these other time-centric movies and kind of shows up and now kind of joins into this new, or probably back into the main time stream that we're familiar with because even with his branch reality now his new branch reality is just assisting with the tva so he doesn't really belong in any kind of universe so he's just kind of floating around so i could see him maybe navigating back into that the the reality that we're familiar with although yes yeah. it's technically another branch reality and I don't who, know. Know, who knows like well last thing we saw he still had the tesseract as well but right so i wonder and, what the tva does with that and you know this could also be the way of bringing back the infinity stones this mm-hmm. could be um loki could you know he's very mischief not mischief but he's very uh, mischievous yeah so maybe he gets away from them and he comes back to 616 there's so many ways that loki could you know come back like we can't count him out completely he just you know he could come back essentially yeah, I, I think he definitely will, is is my guess, is that we'll see him before too long. It may not be entirely soon. Like, by the end of this series, I don't even think he'll have made it back. I don't know what he'll be up to, honestly. But I think eventually we will get him back into probably well, the Thor continuity. Well, Thor doesn't come out till 2022. So if we have Loki right. this year, um, and Thor doesn't come out until uh, May of si- May 6th. So essentially, mm-hmm. we could essentially have a Loki series, two seasons of Loki before the Thor movie, and then we could add him back into the Thor. Like, the, there's ways they could bring him back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that they would knock out a season two in, in a year. Like before Well, this one was supposed to be done already. This was already, but due to COVID, like, so who knows, right. like, how much was already done? Like, what if they only had, like, you know, like four weeks of filming left to do after before, yeah. like, and, you know, so they can knock that out and then get started for like season two, like towards the end of this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess, I guess they could probably, some of these things come out sooner than I expect them to, but yeah, I, I don't know how intensive it would be. I would maybe expect Loki season two after Thor, but yeah, I don't know. It, it very well could come out at the same time or beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that ties in because even Thor is in kind of a weird spot like we talked about last week with the Guardians. Yeah. Do you uh, have more on Loki or? No, that's all I got for old Lokester, the god all of right. mischief. Next, we have Miss. Uh, did you want to do Miss Marvel or Hawkeye first? We'll do, we'll do Miss Marvel. Okay, next we have Miss Marvel. Um, we don't have a release date on that. We all. All Marvel's given us like a minute and 21 second teaser trailer, and they show like maybe like six scenes from the series. If that, yeah, it was like yeah. 10 seconds of the, you know, minute 30 was actual. 
footage from the show. So, and I, I think they might be, I don't even know that they're done filming it yet. I don't know either. Cause they just, it was, there was just a leaked set photo of her, her outfit. Yeah. Which we put which, into last week's episode, which I'll right. show again. Mm-hmm. So she does have, so at least there are set photos still coming out uh, regarding that. So, which leads me to believe that they're still filming certain aspects of it. Yeah. But that one has been announced and even a little featurette has been around for quite a while. So the, the belief is that after Loki, even though there aren't any official release dates, uh, and a what if is probably within, with, within the coming soon realm, with potentially like by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. I would say Hawkeye and Miss Marvel are probably the, I, I would say they have a good chance of still coming out this year, potentially. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Miss Marvel, maybe towards the later, I don't know, Hawkeye might still be filming too, because I keep seeing little. I think Hawkeye for, Hawkeye's for sure still filming. Okay. But uh, Miss Marvel, I'm not 100% positive that one is. Yeah, because I, I assumed these were done filming, but now set photos are popping up. Mm-hmm. So, But who knows how much post-production goes into the rest of these shows. It, it could be pretty rapid. But yeah, no official release dates, but towards the end of the year, I think it's still likely, if not very early 2022. Well, Miss Marvel going to have a lot of uh, posts just because of her powers of being able to stretch. Stretching. That's going to cause a lot of posts like Hawkeye, like arrows here and there, depending on who the villain is. But yeah. the, the Miss Marvel is going to have a lot of posts. Which yeah, is cool that they're true. getting that out of the way because then they can perfect Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's true, too. Hopefully yeah. the technology <laughs> is uh, much better than what it was in those original Fantastic Four movies because the stretching was pretty uh, not great in those. But yeah, so Miss Marvel, if you're not too familiar, we're not talking about Captain Marvel, who you've seen. I've, some people have gotten that mixed up, you know, just in mm-hmm. like normal conversations. And it makes sense. So Captain, or sorry, Miss Marvel, Marvel, Kamala Khan is a relatively new character, you know, probably within the last decade, I think she was created. Um, so a Pakistani teenager who, and she idolizes Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. That's like her, her hero. And that's kind of why she takes on the name, or that's exactly why she ends up taking on her name. So it's a little bit confusing, but back in the day when Carol Danvers first showed up, she wasn't Captain Marvel yet. She was going by Miss Marvel. That was her her name, Miss Marvel. Fact but then check. later on, she trans... Okay. August 2013, Camilla Khan was created. August Made her first appearance. Yes. Made her first appearance. Okay. Yeah, so pretty new. But yeah, so Carol Danvers was going by the name Miss Marvel, and then she eventually took the name Captain Marvel. And then, of course, with Miss Marvel now being a name up in the air, Kamala Khan decided to take it. So, but she didn't really ask Carol about it first or anything like that. They didn't. They didn't have any like they never met beforehand. But yeah, that was her hero. So she took that, and um, she's. I actually read a little bit of her comic series, and it is. It is good. I think uh, Kamala could actually be a really cool show if done right, because in some media that I've seen, like different games or, or shows, they always play her up to be like a super hyper, you know, nerdy fangirl. And sometimes it goes a little too extreme. It is a little bit too much. But um, 
her comic actually is is really fun. They do a really good job of making her relatable and quirky and entertaining. So I was surprised at how much I, I actually really enjoyed that one. The recent game, Avengers did a good job. She's actually yeah. really the main character well there. Yeah, she is the main character in that too. And um, so I have high hopes of Miss Marvel being a, a really cool show. Which if this show hits really well, we already know she's going to be in the Captain Mar- uh, Marvel sequel, but she could possibly also be in the next Young Avengers. Right. Because of how her age. So that's something that we could look out for too. And I'm sure like this young woman, young lady has signed like a 13 movie deal and like a 18 TV, 18 series deal just because I'm sure Marvel has like huge plans for her down the line. Cause like the fact that they're giving her her own series and then putting her in a uh, a big movie like the sequel of a you know Captain Marvel is looked at as you know we're gonna that next phase like I think I read I don't remember if I read this or if I just I might made this up in my head that Captain Marvel was gonna be like the next phase's Iron Man like that's how important she was or mm, Captain okay. America or something like that and uh so the fact that she's getting in on the sequel just shows her importance i think to the mcu going forward yeah and it'll be interesting to see how it ties it because miss marvel probably ties right into that captain marvel sequel in some way yes her yeah because the miss marvel logo is in the captain marvel 2 correct logo a logo within a logo so so we should see, I don't know that she'll meet Carol at the end of this show. That would be a really cool moment if by the end of the show, Carol shows up for whatever reason and, you know, Kamala gets to meet her, her idol. You know, that could be a cool lead in for whatever reason that may be. I think Monica um, Rambeau will be in it. That would be a good one, too, because we're more familiar with Monica right now. The mystery is still going on as to where exactly Carol is, what she's been up to. Yeah. So. Yeah, we don't really know what's up with her. So I think it could make sense if we see Monica or Spectrum as she's going, who will also be in the Captain Marvel sequel. Correct. So I think that's a good instinct. Her logo's in the logo as well. Yeah, so we have, yeah, three characters already confirmed for that, essentially. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as the Miss Marvel show, it will be her origin, essentially. And it looks like it will be... uh, just from the different shots and during that featurette they kept showing panels of her like debut series yeah um i I think that involves like uh yeah i I don't remember the name i don't want to say a name and have it wrong but um yeah it's it's uh pretty much kind of i don't know i would maybe equate it to something like spider-man homecoming you know how that was kind of like a coming of age you know younger younger person becoming yeah an adult and taking on all so it kind of seems like maybe it'll it'll be similar along those lines um so one thing i do want to uh talk about is uh so in the comics there is a carol cadet squad uh led by miss marvel and i i really think they're going to put that into the series um like it's basically like a, a captain marvel uh fangirl squad and uh of like other heroes or not so in the ser- in the comics it's other heroes okay. but i want to say it's gonna be like a like a club 
like a school club kind of thing for the show. Because mm-hmm. I don't see there being like six other heroes in this Marvel show. And um, okay. Becky St. Jude is a member of the Carol Cadets, but she ends up going rogue and like, she's not really rogue, but she's more of an anti-hero or she'll uh, she'll put people down and kill them to like where they won't come back basically. So she doesn't have to continually fight them. And I want to say she's okay. probably going to be like one of the villains. Like, cause I did a little bit of research on the villains because since Carol, uh, Miss Marvel is such a new character, I'm not familiar with her. So I looked up a couple people, looked up her villains and I narrowed it down to two people that I think could be in the, the, ser- the series as villains. Okay. Cause I don't, I don't know if they're going to be just one villain per se, like how we've seen, we've seen multiple villains in each of the Marvel series so far. Uh, WandaVision had uh, Agnes and it also had the uh, sword director. He was a villain because yeah. he was kind of like what he was doing in Vision. Right. Uh, and then if you look at Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, you had the Flag Smashers and then you had John Walker, who was kind of an anti-hero or the power broker. Then like the, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's going to be multiple villains in this one. So the first one being Be- Becky St. Jude, I feel like. Um, and by the way, her power, she doesn't really have power. She just has a suit of like a, a, a suit that like gives her her powers. And it like has okay. laser beams, basically, according to like the comics. Um, the second one is a senator named Jeffrey Patrick. Gregory, pa- you know, yeah, Jeffrey Patrick. Yeah, Gregory Patrick. No, it's not Gregory. Whatever, something, Senator, senator Patrick. And, okay. um, <laughs> but he drafts up a law for underage superheroes where they can't fight crime if they're below the age of 21. And I think that's going to be like a big part of it because that kind of, that goes right there with Civil War with the Sokovia. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that could be added as like, you know, uh, an amendment to it. That could be cool. Yeah. Um, so that's what I think like Miss Marvel can go. And I think, uh, but I don't even know if the Sokovia Accords are still a thing just because of Endgame. You know, like, did they abolish that completely because we need people to fight Titans like Thanos, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it was really mentioned in Falcon Winter Soldier. It almost feels like something that was just kind of put on hold for the Sokovia time Sokovia Accords was mentioned. Well, I know it was mentioned, but did we, did it say like what the state is? of it going no forward, it never like, mentioned it the state yeah okay it just mentioned it but i think like it, that's something to keep the sokovia Accords front and center if they are yeah, still build active to yeah. yeah so that's that's what i think will uh miss marvel will kind of go okay yeah i could see it being amended that would be an interesting route to go I, I do like that idea a lot. I'm hoping for more of the quirky off the wall type thing where in that comic series that I've been referring to, uh, one of the villains is the inventor and it's like a, a Edison clone, but he's got like a bird head. It, it's weird, but he, yeah, invents all these different like mechanical objects and stuff. And so he's kind of like that early uh, antagonist boss fight type deal in that comic. So that could be kind of a weird, that, that might be too weird for the show, but I think yeah. it'd be kind of neat to see in in the, yeah, I'd like to see that show up. So I got a but, question for you. So okay. WandaVision was like its own thing. We haven't seen anything like that in MCU. Uh, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier was more that espionage kind of, you know, it was like a thriller action series. Yeah. Um, Loki is kind of be like a time travel kind of keep you on the edge of your seat kind of series that we're assuming. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you think Miss Marvel? Oh, you already said Miss Marvel is going to be more of a coming of age thing, right? That's so, what I think. I keep equating it to Spider-Man Homecoming. That's okay. how I'm personally thinking, like reading the comic and seeing like just a little bit of those, uh, like just a, the couple scenes that we saw from the featurette, you know, it's like of her falling in bed, almost kind of like in despair, like this world is just not really, uh, you know, making sense to her almost. I, I don't know. And then we see her like sitting and talking to her friend, Bruno, who's going to be in the show. Uh, Bruno Corelli, is that his name, I think? He's kind of like the man in the chair, like Ned is for, for yeah. Spider-Man. So he's a little bit like that for Kamala. He doesn't have any powers, at least right now. But he's he knows about Kamala's powers and is, you know, kind of her friend, sidekick, intel type guy. Mm -hmm. So see him. So, But yeah, I know we're going to focus on her family life, her going to school, her, you know, adjusting to getting these powers. It, it feels very spider-man-ish to me okay so more coming of age one that's what gotcha. i'm going with yeah what do you think um no that's perfect because i was i was trying to figure out what kind of series it's going to be like a teen mm -hmm. drama or you know but coming of age like fits that genre from like the 10 clips we got to see in that you know teaser so mm -hmm. it makes more it makes the most sense what you're saying okay yeah, so I, I am looking forward to the series. I'm interested to see where it goes. And I, I think, as you were talking about, we've, or we've, we've talked about it multiple times now, I guess, is how Marvel is continually introducing more and more younger characters to maybe create some sort of young Avengers team or to, yeah, have this new group going forward. If, if you think about it, like, a, uh, the phase one, back when Avengers are the, you know, think about like Iron Man, Incredible Hulk first started. You know, you and I were, we're almost in our 30s now. You and I probably were like 18 or maybe even younger, like 16 or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've grown up with this. People of our age are going to continue seeing it because we're so loyal to the MCU. We're dedicated. Mm -hmm. This is their way of bringing newer fans into it. You know, um, people like, oh, man, like, look, Miss Marvel's my age. Like, I want to be her when I grow up, you know? And yeah. then... They're like, oh, wow, like there's other movies with superheroes. And that's just I think it's their way of continually bringing in a new set of audience. Yeah, I think it's a smart move, too. Yeah, you're kind of appealing to all age groups because we'll have yeah. we won't just have the young characters. You know, it won't be exclusively that we'll definitely see other, uh, I don't know, more adult type uh, age group characters, mm -hmm. you know, like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, those things are coming out. Um but yeah, I do like the the appeal that we are getting these different groups. And Young Avengers is a neat is a neat team. So yeah. I guess if she I guess is on it. I would imagine they would put her on it. I know yeah. she's on other groups like the Champions, but I think it feels more like Young Avengers is the way where to go we'll for see her. her. Yeah, I yeah. It. I mean, unless she's sidestepping Young Avengers and going entirely with like Captain Marvel or whatever's going on there. Remaining <laughs> she solo. sidesteps Avengers, Young Avengers, and goes straight to Avengers. Yeah, but I I imagine she's gonna go Young, Young Avengers. Avengers. It just yeah, seems no, like why wouldn't she? Yeah, but um, I guess 
in, in that, do you have more on Miss Marvel or do you want to talk no, Hawkeye? It's time to move to Hawkeye, your favorite character. Yeah, actually, is my favorite adventure. And yeah. I am really excited because they're finally adapting uh, the my suit. favorite run of Hawkeye. And the, the purple suit. Well, I do like the purple suit, oh, too. But yeah, the, <laughs> the, I'm talking about like the My Life as a Weapon, the um, the comic run that, that they're adapting or they seem to be adapting where it's a it's kind of a different take on Hawkeye. I wish they had done this from the beginning, honestly. But yeah, it's like Hawkeye living on his own. He's got this apartment complex building that he owns and pretty much runs. And it's just kind of like normal day to day. What is Hawkeye up to? when he's not in the Avengers. So, so like you. if if I had to be honest, I kind of, I, I think I'd rather see the beginning of the series where Hawkeye's still Ronin. Like, yeah, I think that would be a lot cool. And then him slowly transitioning to back to Hawkeye with Kate Bishop around. Well, I guess that does bring up an interesting point. Yeah, I guess last we saw was him as Ronin. And I'm sure we will. I think they've even said we might see more of his time as Ronin. Which would be awesome. Yeah, it would be really cool. Another interesting thing is that they're introducing a character named Maya Lopez who becomes Echo. And she also takes up the Ronin mantle at some point in the comics. So we might see that transition at some okay. point. So we can I'm have a Hawkeye sure exactly and a Ronin. We could have two Hawkeyes and two Ronins. This is basically okay. what's going on with <laughs> Hawkeye in the, in the middle. Because Kate Bishop is a Hawkeye. And then, as well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah who knows where it's going but yeah echo would be a very interesting she, or she is a very interesting addition i wasn't quite expecting her but uh she's another she's a death character but i believe her powers are like taskmasters where she has photographic reflexes so she can that's weird i would think with her name echo be she'd have like sonar like echo where she's like oh like sorry for the audience where she's like <laughs> you know and she can like bounce her voice off things to tell her objects are stuff like that but you could also see it as like an echo as in like you, you know, said like she's blind or deaf deaf yeah daredevil's blind echo is deaf okay so i guess you wouldn't really need like sonar since she can see right but you know like echo is in like reverberating back to you like if she's watching somebody you know they're fighting yeah style comes back to her you maybe maybe that's where the inspiration was for the name yeah but yeah she i feel like this is kind of going beyond hawkeye would be interesting to me because she's also shown up in runs for like moon knight she's shown up in in one of his uh runs she's usually associated with daredevil you know so she has different areas that she's part of i think she fights the scrolls on occasion so right there you know that secret invasion a show or something or moon yeah. knight she has a lot of capability to show up in other series and could be leading in to those maybe maybe um, she's going to connect moon knight and daredevil into the mcu because we had the charlie cox daredevil mm -hmm. we're getting the isaac oscar getting, isaac oscar yeah. isaac uh moon knight maybe you know how uh the nurse i forget her name was like how she connected all the defenders maybe oh, echo yeah. is going to be the way to connect uh these people and to actually like show like hey you know daredevil is an event not adventure but daredevil is in the mcu right yeah so I, I was thinking the same thing it would be interesting if all of those variables came into play and echo mm -hmm. was maybe the first we're seeing of that transition 
So, but I, yeah, I don't know what, what's going to be going on if she will take up the Ronin mantle as well, or really, I don't know what her role is going to be in the show. Um, I know, I mean, there's the Ronin tie. There's also the deaf thing because Hawkeye in that run is, and I imagine that's what we'll see in the show as well. Cause at one point, cause the guy who deafens him is or the the antagonist is also going to be in the show i believe that was confirmed is he just temporarily deaf no he's like legit deaf but he gets like a stark tech hearing hearing aids yeah because i know helps him out i know in the old uh old man logan series he's blind yeah he turns blind in that or he starts to go blind in that as well his hawkeye's deafness is kind of all over the place it's like some runs keep it some don't you know Mm. it's kind of whatever works for the story don't remember old man hawkeye if he was deaf in that as well but he i mean he's always got the hearing no he he was he was just blind in that one because blind him and uh logan would talk while they're driving the spider wagon spider right mobile or whatever you want to call it and then um so yeah so maybe we'll see clint doing some sign language you know maybe he ends up, I don't know, maybe with him and Echo both being deaf at some point, they, <laughs> they you know, teach related that. Or maybe she teaches him how to adjust, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so that would be interesting. Yeah, the clown is the antagonist. Who yeah, I have like that. The hitman who... The clown is Hawkeye. a Polish assassin for hire, often utilized by powerful mob bosses. He sports a painted white clown face with a single teardrop and wears a white trench coat at, uh, that often finds itself splattered with blood. He stalks his targets without saying a word and stares at them with wide and unblinking eyes. Yeah, he's a creepy dude for sure. He's not quite like Joker level. Like, That's what get, I got. I got Joker vibes from him. Yeah, I mean, in the sense that they're both evil clown types. But yeah, the, the clown in this is, he's more silent. He's more like almost like... I don't know what I would call him a mime, but yeah. he is he is like a man of few words. He's really just a hitman. So Joker is like high level strategist villain type where this guy's kind of just showing up to get a job done. Yeah. So but it is cool to see him in there. It further reinforces what they're doing with the My Life as a Weapon run. And I believe there's even been uh set photos of like the uh tracks or characters in that too, where they're like uh henchmen if you see jokes about like bro 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 it's because in the comics they're like constantly calling each other bro or every sentence gotcha. at the that, end that's gonna be a bro. but um but yeah they're trying to you know the usually hawkeye is protecting his apartment complex from from them and outside elements so that that comes into play you know it'd be a cool element that like it just hit me so after the hawkeye series we get the Young Avengers, and Hawkeye is like their den father, basically. And he has this complex where he trains them at and then sends them on missions. Like, how cool of an idea would that be? Like, you could still get your Hawkeye, and mm-hmm. then, like, you know, maybe every now and then he has to come into battle to save, you know, Eli's ass or Camilla's ass or something. Like, yeah, he could be some sort of, yeah, leadership type. I mean, he's kind of done that with, like, the West Coast Avengers or... He's even kind of been the leader of, uh, I think, the Thunderbolts at one point when he was trying to reclaim their their name because they they had like a bad name going on, like everyone associates yeah. Thunderbolts with villains. So he was kind of helping because um, Hawkeye 
I don't know if they'll keep his roots in this show where he was like ran away and was like in the circus and he was like trained by this guy named Swordsman on mm-hmm. you know, the Swordsman's sword in the show. Okay, so so maybe they'll do something along that line. I don't I don't know if we'll get deep into Hawkeye's origins but, or not. But, but Swordsman's all... actually a villain in the show or in the comics. Uh, yeah. And, and Hawkeye would do these things and like rob places thinking that you know he's helping but or maybe not helping but you know he didn't realize they were villains and then once he realizes when he stopped right exactly so he's kind of like a reformed villain villain. himself and i think you know i think he mentioned something about being an ex-villain in uh avengers the first avengers when he's sitting with scarlet uh, scarlet johansson and he's like you know Mm -hmm. i did some bad stuff in my life she's like no you know or he's like, you know, I did bad stuff until Fury found me or something like along those lines. So I think he oh, like, okay. I think he touched on it and hinted at it. And maybe like they just go into detail and show us his past. Maybe we get to see Buddha, Budapest, you know. Uh, you got to see Budapest somewhere. I'm hoping that's in the Black <laughs> Widow movie, though. I feel like it's gonna be more, if they're showing like Hawkeye's backstory, I feel like there's more than likely going to show it in this. Yeah, maybe. I don't I don't know how far into his backstory they'll get cuz Swordsman still shows up in present day. So yeah. that it may not be any kind of flashback scenario. I wouldn't hate it, but they could just I guess talk about it or allude to it. But um I guess we haven't talked as much about Kate Bishop yeah. either. We need to mention her cuz she's going to so be a big she, character. She's essentially taken over the mantle. Yeah, for sure. So she yeah, another expert archer who basically ends up under the wing of Clint Barton, Hawkeye, and so they they both kind of coexist at the same time, both going by the name Hawkeye. It's not a like a love interest type thing. It's no. more like a brother sister type relationship. Yes. Although I guess we'll in the comics, it's usually like that because they're similar in age. Where Jeremy Renner and Haley Seinfeld are going to be pretty big age gap i think was she in the uh, i think in the the show they're looking at her for to be in the young avengers just to kind of give our audience like an age kind of range yeah and for sure she'll be going into the young avengers that's like a a very common team that she's part of so i would definitely expect her yeah with her you know elijah bradley miss marvel i mean mm-hmm. the list goes on cat man's daughter yeah yeah so Definitely a Young Avengers is on its way. I originally thought that this was just a show for a baton pass from Jeremy Renner. I did too, to, originally. To the new, to Kate Bishop Hawkeye. But um, I'm, I'm starting to think, yeah, we talked about it a little bit in a different episode, but maybe Renner's not done. Maybe we'll still get more Clint Barton Hawkeye and also Kate Bishop Hawkeye, uh, you know, kind of running concurrently, whether they're in the same shows or not, but they could coexist in this universe. So we, it may not be the end of Clint. I certainly hope not, because I would like to see him more and not just, I like Kate Bishop, but I you would like Brenner. The, um, well, you know, depending, Feige said some of the Marvel shows are going to continue on as TV shows. Like mm-hmm. Loki, for example, is really rumored to get a season two. I don't think yeah. Loki's coming back to the MCU, but like Hawkeye, we haven't heard anything. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as soon as the series, you know, premiered, they're like, 
yep, we're working on Captain America 4. So that's no longer going to be a series two. So Hawkeye, mm-hmm. depending on how this series ends and how it goes, it could go to another se- uh, season two. Or, you know, maybe Kate Bishop goes to Young Avengers. I don't know if that's going to be a series or a movie. And then Hawkeye yeah. goes back to the, you know, the big screen. Or maybe Hawkeye continues on to the season two without Kate Bishop. And, you know, we it goes and tells another story of Hawkeye. So, there, I mean, we're jumping so far ahead, but it's just speculation that it could still get a season two. So, and like you just mentioned, we don't think Jeremy Renner's done with the character Hawkeye quite yet. Yeah, I certainly hope not. I mean, even if he is, yeah, Hawkeye season two could be a number of things. I mean, Kate Bishop has her own series or even sometimes her story will split off and mm-hmm. she'll be doing her own thing while Clint's handling something else, you know. So season two, if it is a baton pass, even if there is a Hawkeye season two, could very much just focus on Kate Bishop or yeah. Clint could stick around. You know, they who we really don't know because they both kind of just do their own thing. I like it when they are a pairing together because typically they have a really good dynamic kind of back and forth, like that brother-sister type of relationship. So I think that'll be really fun. I'm interested to see how they explain Hawkeye not being with his family again. I guess maybe that's not that hard. He's on a mission or I don't know why you would have like an apartment building, but (laughs) it's a love shack. Yeah. Yeah. I I still, it bothers me that they've written a family in for Clint. Like it's not a terrible thing, but I think it just makes it harder to put him in different missions without because, him just seeing like an absent father all the time yeah but even in so, age of ultron she's like i know you have to be an avenger like she knows that's his job so yeah you know like it is what it is she knows you know what she signed up for because even before mm-hmm. that he was a shield agent so like he wasn't like it's not like he was there all the time to being a father anyway that's true so i guess he has yeah that's like the understanding is he just kind of bounces around <laughs> I like him better when he's on his own doing things, you know, just kind of handling business as a solo Hawkeye. There are aspects. I wish he was more of the single type. This My Life as a Weapon is a great story. It's really fun. Hawkeye, typically like Clint Barton, is like dating around. So he'll. it's awkward when he comes across his exes, like Black Widow, Spider-Woman, you know, and all these different random girls. And it's like an ongoing joke. So I don't know. It just feels like this whole different Hawkeye. It feels like they're now, they should have started with this version. On, on top now of, they're veering into it. On top of jokes, like like Hawkeye's a funny character. Like he's very yeah. witty. And mm-hmm. we don't get that at all in the MCU. So hopefully, you know, they make him like crack some jokes because unfortunately Hawkeye is like the comedic relief in the Avengers. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying comedic relief like he's funny looking, like like he trips and falls on a banana peel. Like he just makes jokes about everything. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't take things too seriously. He just never really gets any opportunities to shine in the movies. Yes. And like, and the first movie, he was under Loki's spell. The mm-hmm. second movie, they fucking gave him a family. Yeah. You know, in, uh, he wasn't in Infinity War. In Age of yeah. Ultron, you know, he's killing everybody because his family's gone. Or Endgame. Endgame, yeah, I'm sorry. In Endgame, he's killing everybody because his family's was cool. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I love Ronan. And mm-hmm. then, but he's never, like, it's, I feel like they've had the door, like, like c- cracked for this character. Because Hawkeye's a really cool character in the comics. Yeah. And, that, you know, they're just not letting, they're not writing Hawkeye to his full potential. 
Yeah, he's been really underserved so far. So I, I again, have really high hopes for this Hawkeye show because I feel like all the stars have aligned in a way that they're doing a great comic run. He's getting his own show, so now they get the spotlight. I mean, it's been a damn decade, and they're finally getting around to giving yeah. Hawkeye more of this attention that he needs. And I think if you are going for humor, introducing Kate Bishop opens the door to a good back and forth type of humor instead of Renner just trying to do like one-liners or little quips here and there you know you can have jokes where he's you know where Kate can say something to him you know that's kind of sassy or you know just kind of pointing things out because sometimes Clint's the humor around Clint is more like oblivious humor like he's not even aware like he's just kind of doing dumb things and Kate will kind of call him out for it so I think that could be a fun dynamic that I'd like to see in the show so I think this Hawkeye has a lot of opportunity. In yeah, that Hawkeye show. could be the first action comedy series we see. Well, episodes, there was episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier that were buddy cop. There was episodes where I felt like it was espionage-ish. And then, you know, there was episodes where you do have that buddy cop. So, so I, but I think Hawkeye could be the first one where it's just straight comedy action. Action comedy. And I think yeah, that'd I be think like I can a cool see what you're element. I think so too, because it, it really does focus on both. The My Life as a Weapon comic series is very humorous too, just in the way it's drawn and, and written and, and all of that. So it is it is pretty much like that in action comedy. You know, they're kind of making joke, Hawkeye, like Clint and Kate are making jokes to each other and, you know, they're being chased in a vehicle and Clint's pulling out different arrow types or having Kate just hand him random arrows, you know, like throw me the the explosive arrow. And she accidentally yeah. gives him like the boomerang arrow or something. He's like, what the hell is a boomerang arrow? You know, so like yeah. the, you can have like fun little things back and forth between them. So I think you're you're right. That's what to expect is a very the, lighthearted, fun action the, flick the that's writing, grounded. The writing just has to be great. Like if we're going to get an action comedy, like I don't want it to be like Will Ferrell, like comedy. I want it to be like, like what you said, like what the hell the boomerang arrow? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think because... <laughs> Like just listening to that, that sounds funny. Yeah, it's a really good series. One of my favorites. And I think it would be hard for them to mess this up because if they are taking from that run, I mean, the the formula is there. You can take jokes and lines from it and mm-hmm. translate it into the show. And it's already proven. You know, people already love this comic series. So if you're using scenes from that, uh, I think you're good. Of course, they'll write and change things up and add their own jokes and and all of that um and to marvel i i like their sense of humor typically like just the way jokes are and i think renner has good delivery uh i'm sure Haley seinfeld will be great as kate Uh, apparently she was their number one choice for like a long time and some of the some of the tension was whether or not they could get her so now that everybody's together seems good and we we didn't talk about the outfits i guess much because we did get to see a little bit of how they'll look Oh yeah, there was a leak photo where it showed. There's been a couple leaked of of Haley Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, but we finally got to see Hawkeye, and he's in his purple outfit from the comics. Yeah, yeah, I think it was and, pretty cool that they're. And it's finally because he his like the first one he had like a fucking vest. Yeah. And then the second one he had like a fucking duster a trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's finally like Phase Five so far has brought their A game with costumes. 
Yeah, for you know, sure. If you think about Captain Amer- uh, America, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Mm-hmm. If you think about uh, the Scarlet Wanda. Witch, mm-hmm. uh, White Vision, um, yep. U.S. Agent. Uh, so we've seen like top tier costumes so far in Phase Five. I think Marvel's finally gotten their like groove with making these costumes as well. Yeah, so, so I, I think it'll look good on screen too. I know yeah. there are some people that were like, we didn't talk about it with Miss Marvel, but some people weren't impressed with the Miss Marvel outfit, or you know, maybe you have some doubts. If you've seen the leaked photos of mm-hmm. like Hawkeye and you're kind of like, I don't know if I like that, uh, I, I would keep in mind that in post production they kind of they enhance these things. Like I remember in the uh the Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was like that assembled show where they show like behind the scenes of how it was made and anthony mackie's face mask there's usually a piece of fabric that like protrudes out whenever he turns his head yeah so and it's so it's never flush with his neck so they had to in post go in and make it look flush Flush. with him yeah so so yeah so these things do change so if you see a set photo and you're like uh yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it much because they do tend to alter these things and make them look and way Ms. cooler. Miss Marvel's suit looks really good without it post yet. Yeah, so for sure. I can't wait to see what they do with the post. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure, like, Hawkeye's suit looked good, but I'm sure it's going to look a thousand times better once they, they export it out of post. So yeah. it, it, I have high hopes for all the, uh, the costumes going forward. And yeah, not just the series, so. but in the, in the movies as well. And I'm glad I'm glad that they're going with a like grounded approach with uh with Hawkeye also because I think a lot of times you get like these big escalated world ending events where sometimes some of the most fun stories are the real low level stuff like we liked that about uh, the Defenders characters you know like Daredevil just handling street level crime and just that really yeah, yeah down to earth kind of stuff I mean Hawkeye of course will be a little bit more. I don't know, inflated because he's going to be shooting things with arrows and he's going to have like all the i imagine he'll have a bunch of trick arrows and different things so do you um do you think he's going to like like be sitting there with kate and being like well you know when i was fighting thanos like our thanos's goons were chasing me in the sewer and like do you think he's going to mention any of his like avenger stories Probably. I think it would be cool. It would be fun for the audience to have these little callback events and mentions Mm -hmm. to the past. Um, It could even be fun if Kate doesn't care, if she's just like, I'm tired of hearing about all these old Avengers stories, you know, kind of like when your parents tell you stories about, you know, their, you know, early days or when they were in their prime. And you're just like, yeah, okay, cool. So I I could see that if she just kind of gives them shit about things. So but I think they will call back. We'll probably hear about Budapest if we don't see it. We have to hear about Budapest. At least hear about it. I want to see it, but we at least have to hear about that. Um, Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if we do hear more of Clint's origins and maybe his time with the circus, if they want to go that route and how he became a master archer. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll spend quite a bit of time with Kate, but yeah, I I'm hoping it'll be kind of a 50, 50 in there in their screen time i don't want renner to be sidelined again in his own show <laughs> i could he probably will be sidelined like again because that's just what they do to that guy i know that poor man always always <laughs> pushed to the side 
but yeah, I, I still think he'll keep going. I mean, we still got Hemsworth was an original Avenger and we know he's going to be coming back for a while. So the OGs aren't entirely like gone and leaving. So this isn't necessarily the end of Clint Barton. At least I no. certainly hope not. I would like to see more of him. And I think he deserves more screen time. So it'll oh, probably absolutely. be up to Renner if he's willing to come back. And I guess if they have stories planned for him, but I can't imagine why you wouldn't. Yeah. And if, I think the story, like, remember Chris Evans was done after Infinity War. And yeah. after he read Endgame script, he was like, all right, that's really good. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And so I think if the stories continue to get progressively get better or, you know, stay really good, I think he'll stay around for a little bit longer. Like, he doesn't, he's not doing shit. Yeah. Some of it will be if they have stories for Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. So, and I imagine if this show is a hit, if it does really well, then they'll find a way to bring some of these characters back in some way. If it really bombs like Thor 2, you know, then who knows what's up. Yeah, then, but I I mean, Marvel's done such a good job. Their track record of late, especially of late, is so good that I can't see a bomb in their near future. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping too. And I especially don't want it to be Hawkeye because I feel like that would suck so bad because then you're gonna have to hear all this shit about and oh, you know bad characters should have killed him off. Hawkeye Ultron. would be the series to bomb. Like out of all the series, it would be Hawkeye. I'm just saying this one should be hard to to botch. It, yeah. it shouldn't they they have Everything there, the entire template, if this was a story about anything else, like his family life or some shit like that, who knows? But they're doing my life as a weapon. This should be, you know, pretty easy translation. Yeah. 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 It should be a good one. No, should be a way to bomb it. Shit, I hope not. It's going to say it's kind of a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. If this was the CW shows, I would be more inclined. To hey, say, you're yeah, talking shit about the CW shows, but... I love me some Arrow, mm-hmm. and the Superman and Lois is actually really, really good. Like, uh, yeah, I can't say anything about Superman. I haven't seen it. So like Superman I've and seen... Lois, I give it a solid 7.5 out of 10. Okay, well, that's good from, for that. And I've yeah. only seen five episodes. Okay. So it's, yeah. really, it's really good. You should check it out. We should do an episode about that. Maybe. Damn, then I'd actually have to watch it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's on HBO Max. Okay. Well, I have that yeah but yeah as far as uh i think that's everything i have for hawkeye that's it too for me yeah yeah but i'm I'm still banking i'm hoping that that'll be him and miss marvel could maybe be at the end of this year if we're lucky because there's still mm-hmm. a good bit of time i'm not worried with there being a lack of release dates when do we get a loki official release date like around the time winter or winter soldier came out i think we got it like around december because december was when the trailer dropped was it that sure i thought it was like pretty short notice when they did it well so here's the thing so black widow comes out july yeah then you don't have a movie so till until september so july 9th let's say and then you know uh loki comes out june 11th july 9th shang chi comes out september 3rd mm-hmm. so we could possibly get like a series from like july like i don't know like the next week after black widow until september like you know and that like like july august span then november 5th eternals come so after seeing chang chi after september 3rd like 
you know, we have October. So towards the end of September, we can get one from like then to October because then November 8th, Eternals come out. Yeah, October would be a good window then if that's a month where Marvel doesn't have anything coming out. Because And then after Eternals, November 5th, it's a quick turnaround with Spider-Man, December 17th. Right. So that would probably be the best time to shoot one in for August and then October. So like yeah. they're just killing us at the end of the year with the series. Yeah, yeah, that would be a lot. Our, and I guess worst Marvel. case if one of them is early 2022. Because I think after that, I think Morbius is like January, even though that's not MCU, but it is yeah. a Marvel property. The next Marvel, care. next MCU movie is Doctor Strange, March 25 of March, 2022. So. So yeah, so maybe January or February could be a good window to slot yeah. one of these in too. Although I hope it's sooner. I'm still hoping before the end of the year because these yeah. have been they, well, they've been worked on for a while. What if is coming out too? So they could probably slide that into one of those slots. That's true too. Yeah. What if? Yeah, that would be a good one to put in somewhere too. Mm-hmm. So, so, but yeah, we will talk about one. what if for sure on one of the next upcoming pods. Yeah, we still have plenty of Disney Plus shows to discuss. Armor Wars, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, What If. Yeah, plenty. So, yeah, we will get back next week talking about three more of those. I think it's undecided exactly which ones, although I'm pretty anxious to talk about Moon Knight and maybe (laughs) She-Hulk. So we will will talk about, we'll see. We'll we'll just let you guys wonder (laughs) for the week. Yeah. But I think that's all I have for this episode, unless you have anything else, Tyler. No, that's all I got, too. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace out.